Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. This is where Montana Talks. Yeah, that'll help. That'll help you there. That, I'll tell you what, you know, the fact that you're a gun control activist who is paid by the state of California to testify on behalf of their gun laws, and you're connected to the Climate Kids lawsuit that will shut down oil, gas, coal projects in Montana, and so much more. Okay, if you still want to race, uh, win a race for governor of Montana, I know what will help you win. Yeah, the, the gun thing, man, that's going to hurt you. Whew. The whole uh, Climate Kids lawsuit, thing. oh, man, that's going to hurt you. But I know what's going to help. You've got to bring in a Hollywood celebrity. And then why don't you bring in a left-wing extremist who calls conservatives and Republicans fascist and Nazis? Yeah, that'll really help you. That'll really help you. Uh, yeah, so I just posted this story. I, I thought, ah, I got to get, get this thing up before we uh, finish the show here this morning. Normally, I'll, I'll get my stories on the website after the show and... When I got, you know, not time, not much time, but a little bit more time, right? Because we're so busy in the morning getting ready for the show. But I thought, I got to get this one up here because it's Friday and we got to tell people about this. So I saw a flyer for a campaign event. In fact, it was our friend uh, Jake Eaton. Jake Eaton is a, a conservative political consultant, a big time mover and shaker here in Montana. And I'll tell you what, when you talk about Republican supermajorities, when you talk about Republicans holding all of these statewide offices that they do, it's behind the scenes people like Jake Eaton who deserve a lot of that credit and, and oftentimes never even get the credit. You know, it's uh, God, people like I had people like people give me credit for stuff just because I'm on the radio. And it's like, man, there's movers and shakers out there like Jake Eaton who deserve the credit here. But anyway, he says, uh, so the guy claiming to represent real Montana is bringing in a liberal Hollywood actor and a D.C. political pundit to raise money classic uh so the democrat candidate for governor the gun control guy uh, the climate kids uh, guy so he's bringing um uh michael keaton uh in as the the hollywood liberal headliner i i, I actually i i like michael keaton I, I may not agree with him politically but you know I, i've always uh, enjoyed his movies and you know i've heard he's a decent guy uh and so but here's the deal i wonder what even michael keaton would think about uh, the crazy left-wing activist that the Democrat candidate for governor is bringing along with him here. Uh, apparently, her name is Rachel. Is it is it Bitecofer? Is it Bitecofer? I, or I think I heard it pronounced Bittycofer. Anyway, you got to take a bite out of some of the things she has shared via Twitter, and you will see. My goodness, she is a left-wing extremist. I mean, there's like half a dozen tweets where she's calling Republicans fascists. There's about a dozen where she's calling them Nazis. There's one where she's calling uh, MAGA voters racist. She calls you stupid. She calls Republicans terrorists. And so it's like, wow, um, if you want to win the, the state of, of Montana, you have got to convince MAGA Trump voters to vote for you. But here, here's here's this lady saying, oh, every single one of you, you MAGA people are racist, fascist, Nazis, and you're stupid. That'll work. Bye.
There's much more to the story than just the headline. Yeah, we shared the news shortly after it broke on our Montana Talks website. Montana Congressman Matt Rosendale is going to run for re-election in the Eastern Congressional seat. But there's more to that story. He's now supporting Navy SEAL veteran Tim Sheehy in the Senate race. Sheehy's back in him. Senator Daines with an endorsement as well. Oh, and the good news, Mitch McConnell will be stepping down. It's all there, MontanaTalks.com. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. So there was some very interesting big news and and Montana specific news, not only big national news, but Montana specific national news as well that came out yesterday right after we wrapped up our show. Uh, I was going to start by talking about that, but I've talked about that before. I mean, yeah, the the news got confirmed, and yeah, there's a big update. But I'm like, no, we got we got other stuff we can talk about. Uh, brand new, fresh content for you right now. Uh, and then coming up in a few minutes, we've got Don Kay, the chairman of the Montana GOP, uh, joining us here on the show for our, our monthly check-in. We do a monthly check-in with Don Kay, the chairman of the Montana Republican Party. We've offered up the same opportunity to the uh, to the Democrat Party as well, but uh, I don't think they like to take your phone calls. Uh, they don't want to be held accountable by by you, the people of Montana. But that's all right. Uh, we ha- we always have fun catching up with uh, with Don Kay. Uh, so, okay, real quickly, and you can find the story on our Montana Talks website if you really want to hear more about it. But um, I basically said this would be a powerful move for the state of Montana. I don't think a lot of folks realize just how big this would be for the state of Montana. So uh, Donald Trump, this came out from Politico yesterday. Politico is now reporting basically that Donald Trump is urging Senate Republicans to uh, to support uh, Montana Senator Steve Daines to be the next Senate uh, Senate leader, hopefully the next Senate majority leader, if Republicans take control of the Senate. Uh, Donald Trump, President Trump, is saying Steve Daines is the guy to replace uh, Mitch McConnell. That was basically the big political story that came out yesterday. But but I've talked about that. I mean, haven't we been talking about that for weeks now, if not months? I've been saying, hey, look, guys, what Steve Daines is doing as the chairman of the NRSC. He is moving the Senate into a more pro-Trump direction and trying to move it into a more conservative direction and and uh, very diplomatically doing it i know some of you are like no just just smack him in the face he's diplomatically doing it he's not taking the smack him in the face approach he's diplomatically moving them in that direction and and boom there you go trump encourages danes to jump into senate gop leader race there's a there's a headline for you uh, but anyway, full story on our Montana Talks website. Yeah. So, but uh, I did send this out via Twitter. I said, okay, so, so wait a minute. So, what you're telling me then is, if we ditch John Tester, if we kick John Tester to the curb this November, what you're telling us is, Montana would now be in a potentially a very powerful position that montana for the first time since mike mansfield could have a senate majority leader from montana 
Now, if the open borders, if the crime, if the fentanyl and the meth and the inflation, 20 plus percent inflation hit in your pocketbooks, the national debt, $35 trillion, the constant wars, the never ending wars, the never ending war spending. If those issues alone were not enough for you to ditch John Tester this November, well, there's another good reason reason to ditch John Tester because Montana will be in a very powerful seat potentially. All right, uh, let's get to some new content for you here. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. Uh, just shared this uh, via Twitter. Uh, yeah, earlier this morning. Shoot, uh, just before uh, 6 a.m., our time here in Montana. He says this, Sherrod Brown, Bob Casey, and John Tester opposed Kate's law in the Senate. All three of them constantly vote to put criminal illegals ahead of American citizens. Uh, and, and, Don, and Don Jr. shared this story from Breitbart News. Lake and Riley's murder showcases vulnerable Senate Democrats opposition to Kate's law. And it highlights the soft on crime and the pro illegal voting record of senators like like liberal Senator John Tester. Of course, Lakin Riley, the 22-year-old college student killed by an illegal alien, uh, is just the latest uh, young American woman to fall victim to the federal government's inability to enforce immigration law. The tragedy has cast renewed attention on the fate of Kate Steinle, a 32-year-old murdered in 2015, allegedly by a seven-time felon, five-time deported illegal alien, Jose Garcia Zarate. He was acquitted of murder but convicted for federal gun charges in association with the murder. Now, after Steinle's murder, Republicans tried to prevent similar crimes from being committed by writing Kate's Law, which would institute a mandatory minimum of five years imprisonment for deported felons who illegally re-enter the United States. Kate's Law was included as a marquee provision in the Stop Sanctuary Policies and Protect Americans Act. But guess who helped to kill that legislation. Guess who helped to not only kill that legislation, but guess who has supported these wide open border policies that are helping to kill all of these Americans? Yeah, you guessed it. Liberal Senator John Tester. Uh, in fact, uh, back at the time, I think Bill O'Reilly uh, was was blasting Democrats at the time uh, for opposing uh, Kate's law. Uh, and uh, and John Tester was one of those who stood in the way of Kate's law getting across the finish line. But see, it wasn't an election year. It wasn't an election year then. So John Tester could be the the crazy left-wing liberal that he actually is and oppose things like Kate's Law. See, now it's an election year, so he has to try to pretend to support border security. He has to try to pretend that he's just one of us, that he hasn't uh, gone full swamp in you know the decades that he's been back there in Washington, D.C., all right, uh, let's see. Uh, we got Don Kay, the chairman of the Montana GOP, coming up after the break. Uh, and, hey, he's he, he enjoys taking your phone calls. He enjoys hearing from you. If you've got a quick question or comment, you'll be able to jump in on the conversation as well. Uh, and so, uh, okay, give us a couple minutes to call in, though, because I, what I don't want is our phone lines will fill up and then Don can't call in. So let Don call in and then, and then call in after that if you want to jump in on the combo. Securing America. A former U.S. ambassador to Bolivia pleaded guilty Thursday to serving as a secret agent for Cuba for decades. Manuel Rocha, who also served in Havana and Argentina, pleaded to acting on behalf of Cuba since at least 1981. At the time of his arrest in December, 
Attorney General Merrick Garland said that Rocha repeatedly referred to the United States as, quote, the enemy. The Department of Justice complaint against Rocha states that during a series of meetings in 2022 and 23 with an undercover FBI agent, Rocha engaged in a lengthy conversation during which he described and celebrated his activity as a Cuban intelligence agent, while also referring to the late Fidel Castro as Comandante. His defense lawyer indicated in court that an agreement has been reached with federal prosecutors on the length of a potential prison sentence, but that information was not revealed Thursday. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. Are you? Move, Mitch. Get out the way. That was an actual headline from Politico. We talked about it in the 7 o'clock hour Thursday. Full audio, MontanaTalks.com or on the app. News Talk 970 and 103.3 FM KBUL. Your home for Fox News, Hannity, Bongino, and Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, we got Don Kay, the chairman of the Montana GOP, on the phone lines. So now you can call in 406-294-0970. I was a little worried if I told everybody to call in that what will often happen is the phone lines will completely fill up and then oh man we can't get our guest on the line now so uh anyway don k always great to have you man it's been uh all sorts of crazy political uh developments here in montana across the country since the last time we caught up well it sure has good morning aaron and uh good morning montana patriots would love the audience here Hey, I gotta reach, I uh, gotta mention this first thing this morning, Aaron, for the folks listening in the Billings area where you're at. Uh, I want to invite you all to the MTGOP Victory Office, uh, grand opening this evening at 4.30. You know, the Billings Office is opening as a great opportunity for all of you guys in the Yellowstone County area to meet your local, state, and federal Republican candidates. Uh, the office is located at, uh, 1223 Grand Avenue in Billings. If you didn't catch that address, you can find it at the MTGOP on social media pages. So, Aaron, I got to tell you, the Montana Party is more united than ever today. Uh, with a lot of craziness going on, but it's time for us to work together to bring back the White House, get back the White House, retake the Senate, and expand our House majorities. And, you know, a lot of that's uh, runs right through this great state of Montana. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, it's crazy. Like if you and I had talked three weeks ago, I, I, I'd be like, Don, man, uh, you know, we got we got people fighting over this. We got people fighting over that. And now, boom, all of a sudden, it was, uh, you know, I think it was earlier this week. You know, it, it just seems like all, all the chess pieces have kind of been put into place here. And, uh, yeah, like you say, you know, if there were concerns and worries about GOP infighting, conservatives fighting each other for the next six months, Congressman Rosendale announced he's going to run for the House again. Uh, he had the support of Senator Steve Daines in that. Congressman Rosendale now endorsing uh, Tim Sheehy for the U.S. Senate, the Navy SEAL veteran, and 
and likewise, uh, uh, Tim Sheehy throwing his support uh, uh, for Matt's r- run for re-election in the U.S. House, and and all of them basically saying, not only do we have to hold the statewide offices that we've got, we've got to expand our majority in the House. We, but but fundamentally, we have got to finally uh, 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 remove liberal Senator John Tester. We, I, I was thinking about this last night. As you know, like. When I was a little kid in Glasgow, my grandparents had, you know, the you know the the globe that that sits on a pedestal and you can spin the globe and look at the world map on a on a globe. Do you know what I'm talking about? And they had one of those, and I used to love just looking at different countries, different different city names. You could put a tiny little pin drop on Montana. And look at the chaos all over the world. Look at the chaos in America. Look at the chaos here in Montana. And 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 I'm not. I'm not inflating this. John Tester, removing him from the Senate, will have worldwide implications given American leadership that is needed worldwide right now. Boy, you know, that, that is 110% true. You know, the uh, John Tester is does not, as we've talked about many times, does not represent Montana anymore. Uh, he votes with Biden 91% of the time. And, you know, he's weak on the border. Uh, The United States citizens, including uh, citizens here in Montana, are saying immigration is the number one issue. And he's been real weak on that, you know. And I want to address, you know, Joe Biden visiting the border yesterday. You know, Joe had an entire lifetime to visit the border. And this is the only the second visit that he's ever uh, went down there. And that that I think speaks volumes. And, you know, uh, as you know, Senator Daines uh, said that he has a political crisis going on, and that's the only reason he's there. I think Montanans see through that and everybody across this great state. And, you know, and his buddy, John Tester, that you just mentioned, uh, votes with him 91% of the time. In fact, uh, in the 2020, 2021 to 2022 session, it was 95% of the time with Chuck Schumer. And, uh, you know, he, he thinks uh, tweeting about the border crisis and how he wants to secure uh, secure the border conveniently now that he's running for re-election. I think Montanans are seeing through that this time. You know, and I want to point out that uh, uh, Tester has not visited the border since Biden's been in office. But you and I both know who has, Senator Daines, Representative Rosendale, the Gov- Governor Greg Gianforte and a lot of other Montana Republican leaders. So, you know, Biden and Tester's pathetic attempts at feigning care for the border crisis they created comes up a little too late. We're calling Johnny right now, uh, uh, Senator Tester. Johnny, come lately. And, uh, boy, <laughs> yeah. that, that sure, that sure uh, describes that. There's so many terms. Uh, two-faced Tester, flip-flop, flat-top, the fake moderate, uh, Johnny, come lately. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was talking about Kate's Law. How uh, I think it was back in 2015, John Tester opposed Kate's law, Kate Steinle, you know, murdered by an illegal alien. And now we have this tragic uh, case, just uh, just horrific murder uh, of uh, of this young college student in in Georgia. Uh, And and Joe Biden wouldn't even say her name yesterday. Meanwhile, Donald Trump not only said her name, he he talked to her parents. Exactly. You know, it it just shows you the priorities between uh, the GOP and the far left woke Democrat uh, party. You know, they, they can't get away with who they are anymore. You know, talking back about John Tester, 
you know, he's faked his way through, as you mentioned, for years and years and years. And this time, though, we have a united Republican Party behind Tim Sheehy because he's our guy now. And we're going to get this thing done, you know, and we're, we're doing this in March 1, actually started in February. That's not been done in several cycles because you've got most of the time we're fighting with each other, as you mentioned. We're not doing that now. We don't have a primary, really. And we're going to go forward with uh, Tim Sheehy. He's our presumptive nominee. And we're going to get this job done. And we're going to uh, get Tester out of there. And like you said, it's a worldwide uh, situation. It runs right through Montana. Yeah, you look at really the Middle East. You look ahead. at you, you look at the Middle East, and and that's what I say is like obviously what what happens in Montana matters most to us, but what's happening elsewhere across the world is impacting us as well. I mean, chaos in the Middle East. I mean, we're on the brink of World War Three. Uh, supply chains being hit once again because of the attacks on U.S. commercial and military vessels in the Middle East. All this chaos that Biden tester have been causing, and so it it literally like I mean I mean you think about what what we have the ability to do is not. Not just to help Montana, but literally uh, help people all over the world uh, from this chaos that, that Biden and Tester have created here. The, the other thing that's very interesting is, is uh, you know, Politico came out with a story yesterday. I've been saying this for months. Uh, and Don, you you hear you hear from the same friends that I do. They're like they're like, oh, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm ready for Mitch McConnell to move on as well. Mitch McConnell now announced that he will be moving on. But but look at this story out of Politico. I've been speculating about this for a while now. Donald Trump is coming out saying he is urging Montana's Republican Senator Steve Daines to jump into the Senate GOP leader race to to replace Mitch McConnell. And so, I mean, just imagine. For the first time since Mike Mansfield, we could have a Senate majority leader from Montana. And I don't think a lot of folks realize just how big that would be for those of us here in Montana. That, it, it, to, be, to have a Montanan in that powerful of a position. Yeah, and you're 100% right. And, you know, for that to happen, we have to win this race and John Tester needs to go away. And you're, Steve Daines is one of the greatest men that I know. I, I've known him uh, for decades, and he is a great man and has done a great job in Montana. He's doing a great job at the NRSC. Gonna, we're going to take back the uh, the Senate, and, we, and the road for it, as I mentioned before and mentioned again, is uh, right here. we got to get behind Tim Sheehy, all of us, and uh, get this job done. Because, uh, Tim, if you just look at the politics between Tim Sheehy uh, who represents Montana's values, and John Tester, who really doesn't. He says he does. He put, you know puts up the commercials where he's on the farm and, and shows uh, you know the seven fingers and, and uh, you know the car hearts and everything. But at the end of the day, people, we just have to look at how he votes. Yeah, he votes with Chuck Schumer ninety five percent of the time. Well, and I, I know this whole Senate Majority Leader thing for a lot of our people. That that there may be like Aaron. That's inside baseball. Uh, but Don, I mean, you know this. Like, okay, when when we get out of our our little circles and out of our little bubbles that we all get into, and you get out there and you talk with everyday Montanans, you, you go to you know the stock growers, farm bureau. You go to grain growers. You go to these um, having you know that being in a position of power to to affect uh, things. 
that is a selling point for for uh, for a a significant number of Montanans, and 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 that's one of the things Tester is is trying to use as well. Well, he's built up seen some seniority. He's got some power. Well, how is that working with him at the charge of the Senate Veterans Affairs Committee? VA care is going down under Tester once again here. Just ask the veterans, and so. But 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 again, to the people that that really uh, you know want somebody in a position of power. Well, here you go. You want real power that's actually going to stand up for you. We have the opportunity to potentially have a Montana as majority leader. So you get rid of John Tester. There's your position of power uh, potentially, and 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 not only that, but somebody who actually shares your values too. So you don't have to plug your nose and vote for somebody like Tester. Yeah, this is a great uh, great opportunity for Montana, as you know. From history, when Mike Mansfield was uh, the Senate Majority Leader, uh, you know, great things happened for the state. And that will happen with Steve Daines if he gets put in there. And he's got Donald Trump behind him, which is a big deal, you know, in Washington, D.C. So we got to get uh, uh, President Trump reelected, you know, nationwide. Montana, I'm sure, will vote for him. Uh, we've got to get Tester out of there. We've got to get uh, Tim Sheehy, Matt Rosendale. In, in the Congress, uh, congressional seat over there in the east. We've got to get uh, Ryan Zinke over here in, in the west. And, uh, you know, we'll have our, our Montana contingent uh, going forward here with good representation, yeah. take back the House. And well, and with, and with everybody staying in place, uh, that allows us to focus on Supreme Court, et cetera. Hold that thought. With the Speaker's lobby, there is a major difference between what we want and what we need. It's a staple of the human condition, but especially in politics. Lawmakers and politicians often make various demands of the president, congressional leaders, the public, and even the press corps. But in politics, much like life, there is a big difference between what political figures want and what they need. Take, for instance, the recent process to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. House conservatives, frankly, needed to impeach Mayorkas for political purposes. This may be especially important now for the GOP, since their efforts to impeach President Biden were long sliding sideways. There may be some Republicans who wanted to impeach, but politically the GOP needed to impeach someone because of campaign promises. So, do we want a pizza or need a pizza? We all have wants and needs, but the things which get the most attention on Capitol Hill often land in the want category more than the need category. That's why this radio essay will now come to an end. After all, it's dinner time and I want a pizza. With the Speaker's Lobby, Chad Pergram, Fox News. This is the Montana Economic Minute. Have you ever slowed down and stared at a wreck on the side of the road? There's a ghoulish need in many of us to get a better look at calamity. Maybe that's why I just can't stop reading about the brewing disaster in the Chinese housing market. Let me just skip to the bottom line. In China today, there are over 20 million prepaid, unfinished housing units. That's just a gigantic number. In the U.S., we average about 1.3 million homes built each year. So that represents about 15 years of production, sitting empty, simply rotting away. The visual pictures are just stunning. The economic loss is staggering as well. It happened in part because Chinese households lack safe places to put their money. Real estate was perceived as safe. Cash and certainly foreign bank accounts were not. The overbuilding continued as governments everywhere profited and people were put to work. The crash, when it inevitably occurs, will be huge. Will it affect Montana? It's hard to see how it will not. China buys a lot of what we sell. I'm Patrick Barkey. Brought to you by the University of Montana Bureau of Business and Economic Research. How can you lower your taxable income? I'm Taylor Riggs, co-host of The Big Money Show with your Fox Business Tax Tip coming up. 
I'm Emily Campagno, and this is the Fox True Crime Podcast, bringing you closer to the story than you ever thought possible. Subscribe at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. These are the stories that keep you up at night. Tax loss harvesting is a strategy to lower your taxable income. For example, you can sell an investment at a loss by the end of the year and then deduct that loss from your taxable income. It then reduces your overall taxable income that you would have to pay taxes on, potentially reducing your tax liability. NerdWallet says that when losses for a certain year exceed $3,000, the balance can be carried over and deducted on future returns. Watch The Big Money Show weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern on Fox Business. Taylor Riggs, Fox News. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. This is where Montana Talks. All right, great to have Don Kay, the chairman of the Montana GOP. Great, uh, great businessman here uh, in Montana, the Flathead Valley, et cetera, and also uh, one of our Marine Corps veterans. And, and Don, thanks again for your service on multiple fronts. Were you a baseball player, uh, Don? Because I, I want to do a little more inside baseball if we can. But did, you, you seem like a guy who played actual baseball growing up. I sure did. I, I uh, played third base, shortstop in the outfield, and I wasn't much of a hitter, though. But I was <laughs> damn good on the defensive side. <laughs> well, that's good because, you know, we got a lot of seats to defend. Come a Republican supermajority in the legislature, every single in-state, statewide office. And, and uh, yeah, and that's why... So kind of on the inside baseball front, I, I thought this was this was good news this morning, so... So Mark Green is a congressman out of Tennessee. Actually, we met him down at the SHOT Show. Great guy. He was in a Special Operations Aviation Regiment on active duty, a military veteran like you and me. And uh, and I think he's head of the Homeland Security Committee, focused on impeaching Mayorkas. But, you know, he's just like, man, I, I, I'm, I'm so sick and tired of Congress and being in the swamp. I, you know, I'm going to retire at the end of the year. But... We need guys like that to stay in the fight because the more seats you have, it's better to have an incumbent in there than to try to, you know, get somebody new into those positions. Now, thankfully, President Trump, I guess, was very convincing. And and Mark Green has now announced that he is not going to retire after all. But but that's important. I mean, it sounds like inside baseball, but that's why, like, you know, people staying in the in the in the seats where they're in, it's much easier to get incumbents reelected. And then you can focus your efforts on on get, take, on taking back the Montana Supreme Court with two elections there uh, on on winning the U.S. Senate race, et cetera. Yeah, look, we've got some great candidates that are running for the Supreme Court. You know, Corey Swanson and Dan Wilson, Corey Swanson from over on the east side, and uh, Dan Wilson over here in Kalispell. Great candidates. There may be more coming. Uh, March 11th, I want to mention, too, uh, Aaron, that uh, March 11th is the deadline, and we've still got some seats to uh, to fill up uh, in the, in the uh, Montana House and the uh, Montana Senate that we need to get uh, candidates in, so we're working hard on that because we don't want to leave any race behind this uh, this uh, cycle. You know, we're really focused uh, to taking the power and the fight uh, back against the Biden-Tester agenda and, you know, securing Republican victories that we've been talking about. 
And we already know, we talked about that Montana is a battleground state. But I want to tell you a little bit uh, about how we're going to get there. And it's no real secret. Uh, it's called the Bank Your Vote Program. So the Bank Your Vote uh, initiative encourages GOP voters to get your vote in and make sure that your voice is heard in this 24 election. Uh, with Bank Your Vote, it'll help Republicans win. And this is how. In 2022, up to 20% of reliable Republican voters did not make it to the polls due to weather, long lines, or other life circumstances. So we want to encourage everybody to uh, cast your vote before Election Day, and it's the best way to make sure that your vote is counted. You know, we, we, it takes the resources for us to make sure that you're voting when we, we know that you're, you know, you haven't voted yet from the Secretary of State that we, then we, uh, you know, can, can talk to you about that. But if you wait until election day, we really, there's really uh, not as much, uh, resources that we can do. Once we know that you're, have voted, then we don't have to worry about you anymore. We got it handled and, and, and. And it's a real simple process. You can either mail it in if you don't trust the mail, which I understand because our family doesn't, but our family goes down and puts it right at the election office and gets it in. And then I can go online, look at my voter page, make sure that my vote was counted, which I do every cycle. And uh, there you go. So it's a great program. Uh, and, we've got, and we've also been working hard to protect your vote uh, we've got uh, we, that's, uh, that you can cast your vote before Election Day and be confident that will be safely counted. Uh, so I want you to get ready for bank your vote by requesting your absentee ballot today. Real important for Montana victories going forward because we're going to win this thing, but we have to turn out the vote. There is more of us than there is of them, but we have to turn out the vote. And I can assure you that the Democrats are working really hard on the same thing. And uh, oh, they're yeah. going to get their people out. They've so got, got to make sure and get ours out. They've got their ground game in effect. They've got out-of-state activists that are flooding in here, uh, millions and millions of dollars. I mean, people see and hear commercials and they and that. But I'm telling you, the ground game is so in- incredibly important. And they're bringing in out-of-state operatives with a lot of out-of-state money to fund their ground campaign. So, yeah, you, you got efforts uh, underway at the Montana GOP. I know, like, our friend Henry Kriegel and uh, Jesse Ramos with Americans for Prosperity Action. They got people hitting the ground game supporting Navy SEAL veteran Tim Sheehy in the Senate race as well. Uh, Don, I, I know I'll offend some people when I say this, but I, I always got to remind people, look, I love talk radio and and, and your phone calls are, are powerful. They're important. They make a difference. But here's the deal. Like it, it, putting a yard sign in your yard. Great. Good. But yard signs don't win elections. And, and I think a lot of our people think, oh, well, I called into talk radio and I spoke in support of my candidate or, well, we endorse so-and-so and I've got a yard sign in my yard. Folks, that does not win elections. You have got to get involved in the ground game. You have got to do a lot more. And, and uh, case in point, back when, when the Iranian, when, when, when there was all the, the protests going on in Iran and elsewhere, while all these other Arab countries were turning off social media, Iran actually allowed people to sound off on social media because what they realized is if if people sounded off, then they were like, oh, okay, good. We're done. We just wanted to say what we wanted to say. And then and then the Iranian regime was never held accountable. And so I I think 
that, that same thing can happen here in America was people think, well, I called into a radio show and I put a yard sign in my yard. So I did my job. And it's like, no, man, there's a lot more to do than that. You got that right. And I'll tell you, this Bank Your Vote deal is, is real. We have a website, nc.bankyourvote.com. Get on there. Uh, get your get registered. We got a lot of you folks that are moving in from all over the uh, United States with conservative values. We need you to register to vote. We're working on that. We've got a, quite a ground game going ourselves and the and the GOP. Our candidates do. Uh, you know, we're going to get the vote out, but and, and that's the only way we're going to win this thing is, is by getting the vote out. And then you know, uh, we got gerrymandered really bad in this last. Uh, uh, redistricting, but I'll tell you, I think we got something for the Democrats. Even if they, they screwed those maps up so bad, we're working real hard to take some of those blue seats away from them that they think are going to be blue. We think that there's a lot of people that have moved into this state and that the demographics have changed some, and then we have a shot at winning uh, a lot of those uh, blue seats that they feel are safe in their uh, column. We think that the Democrat Party has gone so far to the left that uh, they just have no place in Montana anymore. They just completely uh, sold their soul to the uh, woke uh, class. In fact, uh, I posted on Twitter yesterday, uh, uh, MSNBC had some couple of clowns on there that uh, said that now rural white rural voters uh, are now a threat to democracy. And uh, we just got to fight back against that far-left stuff. And unfortunately, we have too many people in our opposing party that agree with this kind of craziness. Yeah, well, you know, and, and that's where I want to go back to some inside baseball here again, once again. And folks, phone lines are open for you, 406-294-0970, if you want to call in as we chat with Don Kay. Uh, but I also imagine folks are just in, enjoying kicking back and, and, and getting your insight as well, Don. Uh, Don, so... You know, I one of the one of the Democrats on Twitter, I shared this story about, wow, you know, we could have the first Senate majority leader since Mike Mansfield. And and this one Democrat commentator out of Missoula was like, oh, Mansfield would roll over in his grave. And I'm like, seriously, like, really, when I worked for former Senator Conrad Burns, we had a, a gentleman by the name of Stan Kimmett. Who would, whenever I mean, he would come into the office uh, all the time and and would be treated so respectfully and so graciously and and, you know, uh, you know who he was. He was a a close friend and a top uh, staffer to Mike Mansfield, and, and and that's where I think that's where we are with the Montana Democrat Party today. Is that the the Mansfield types that the, the it's like they've lost their dignity and now they're run by the the AOC, Ilhan Omar, uh, Zoe Zephyrs. That's who's running their party right now, and that's why they have become so uh, so vicious in, on social media is that they've lost their diplomats. Well, exactly. And this, this brings out another point here. You know, the Democrat Party used to be the party of the working class people, but now they're lying to our middle class. You know, their policies have really been a handout for the wealthy, while, you know, low and middle income families continue to suffer. You know, the working class families had to make more lifestyle adjustments to make, make ends meet. And this is under the Biden-Tester uh, regime. In 2023, nearly 75% of self-described working-class Americans reported cutting back on entertainment and eating out due to inflation. Oh, that's crazy. 51%, I know, 51% of the working class are working more hours than that, they ever To make had. up for it. Yeah, hold that thought. Quick break here with Montana Talks. 
Waking up on the right side. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. At what point do we not point the fingers at the people whose policies are allowing these criminal aliens into our country? Gang-related. And I'm not even discussing, you know, one other aspect of this. And that is all the fentanyl that is killing so many American people. And all the opioids that are crossing that border. And and all the connections to China and how the China, uh, Peter Schweitzer's new book is out, how China and the and the drug cartels in Mexico, they've all partnered together. I mean, this is a form of insanity. And we are now setting America up for the worst attack probably in, in our history. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's the Sean Hannity Show. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Your tax results can and will vary. As a candidate rates may apply, studies available upon request. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. Taking your calls live, 406-294-0970. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, 406-294-0970, the number for you. Uh, We're talking with Don Kay, uh, the chairman of uh, the Montana GOP. Uh, And, uh, yeah, Don, uh, real quick here before we get into some some phone calls here, you were talking about inflation. I mean, I don't think uh, everyday folks realize. I think people easily fall for the, oh, it's just the big company's fault. No, federal spending, the massive federal spending pushed by John Tester, that's when inflation started skyrocketing. And and the average family now, you're losing $11,000 out of your paycheck every year because of that inflation. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, to add to that, the Fed rate, uh, interest rate has uh, – uh, uh, went up 11 times since March of 2022. It's now at the highest level in 22 years, predominantly hurting the middle class in the process. And Tester and Biden are continuing to gaslight the economy here. You know, Montana's just, they aren't fo- uh, fooled by this Bidenomics and Bidenflation. And Montanans know that Biden, Tester, radical tax and spend agenda, as you mentioned, is responsible for the state, uh, pain in their pocketbooks. Look at gas prices going back up again, you know, way over three bucks a gallon for re- regular uh, here in the Flathead. And the bottom line is Joe Biden and John Tester have spent the last three years dismissing 
mocking and laughing at legitimate economic concerns felt by Americans. They've done nothing. Voters will be laughing back at them come November, is my prediction. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's see if we can sneak in a, f- a quick phone call or two that just came in. Uh, Wayne in Kalispell, did you have a quick question or comment for Don Kate? Yeah, I, well, I actually don't for Don. I'm sorry. Um, I was just talking to your screener about an uh, article in the Interlake about some wells in Kalispell that supposedly have tested for 300 times the acceptable rate for uh, PFAS, which I know nothing about except that it's supposed to be carcinogenic and last a thousand years. Have you heard anything about that? You know, I haven't, but I'll tell you what, if you want, um, uh, shoot us an email or send us a message on our Montana Talks app with the article, because, yeah, I'd, I'd love to check that article out. Uh, so thanks for the heads up there, uh, uh, Wayne. Let's see. Uh, we got another caller on the line. Um, uh, sorry, I think I think Travis was actually just about to chat with you, but since we're short on time, uh, who, who are we chatting with now? Uh, this is Mike. Mike. Oh, you're, are you waiting for the 9 yeah. o'clock hour, Mike? What's what's the nine o'clock hour? I've been listening. To you. Oh, you've been okay. Well, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, what's on your mind? Just wanna everybody to join in. John Tester, pig molester, pork chop with a flat top. <laughs> All right. Did you make that? Is that a T-shirt or a, or a bumper sticker or? Uh, yeah, you, yeah. No, that's something I've been saying for years. All right. You haven't heard it over here. We, we moved over here a few years ago from Missoula. Oh, okay. where yet? Where yet now? <laughs> Uh, we live in Huntley. Huntley, okay, all right. You you yeah. escaped the People's Republic of Missoula and made it to Huntley. All right, Mike. Thanks for the call, uh, Don K. We we only got about a minute to go there, but yeah, I uh, I know Travis is working on some technical stuff for us right now. So and uh, so it just jumped right into the phone call there, Don. What else do you want to share with about uh, forty five seconds to go? Well, I just want to thank everybody for all the hard work they're doing. Everybody, uh, the grassroots, all that, all the young people that are out there knocking doors, making phone calls. Everybody that's uh, behind this cause, I want to appreciate. I appreciate you and your voice, Aaron, and everybody you bring on. And I'm just grateful that we can go forward and that keep Montana, Montana. I just want to remind everybody that. But it's going to take work. This is not going to happen by itself. God bless every each and every one of you guys, and God bless Montana and the United States of America. We love y'all. All right, Don K. Uh, again, great to have you on the show. Yeah, God bless Montana. God bless the USA. Now, man, I wish Mark Levin was coming up next so we could hear that national anthem right right out the gates. But uh, uh, anyway, we, hey, we got a great nine o'clock hour coming. For, when when he said he was Mike, I thought it was Mike Gale. Uh, he's a school board member in Missoula who's going to call in in the nine o'clock hour. So stand by. What's a muni bond? I'm Taylor Riggs, co-host of the Big Money Show, with your Fox Business tax tip coming up. I'm Benjamin Hall, Fox News correspondent and New York Times best-selling author. Join me for my brand new podcast, Searching for Heroes. Make sure you subscribe to this series wherever you download podcasts and leave a rating and review. Did you know that income you earn from a municipal bond may be exempt from federal, state, and city taxes? If you live in a high-tax state like New York and you buy a New York municipal bond, you will qualify for this triple tax exemption. It's one of the benefits of owning a municipal bond instead of a treasury bond where you still have to pay all those taxes. Watch The Big Money Show weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern on Fox Business. I'm Taylor Riggs, Fox News.